Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Fearless Generations with Terry Zayer and Kelly Fox. Hello, hello. Welcome to Fearless Generations. I am Kelly Fox. We are talking the 12 Steps to Freedom, and tonight we are continuing with Step 2, Willingness, and we're going to be talking about how when we're willing, all that comes is adventure. So, I'm excited to talk about it. First, let me bring on my beautiful co-host, Terry Sayre. How are you doing tonight, Terry? I am doing just fine, thank you. Glad to hear it. And I'm excited to bring on our guest coach tonight. She has been on the show before. She is one of our besties. Please welcome Alana Schwartz. Hi. I'm so excited to be with you. <laughs> yes, we're excited to have you. Yes, yes, yes. So, Alana, please remind our audience. What do you get to do and who do you get to serve? Mm. I get to help you embrace the beauty of where you've been so that you can advance through life and see all the beauty and the fun in it. So it's all about adventure, which we get to talk about tonight. I'm a fun-loving mindset coach, and I'm in Sacramento, California. Fun, fun. Thank you, thank you. And did you say who you get to help? Uh, people. <laughs> so, <laughs> I work. <laughs> well, and animals and teenagers. Well, teenagers are people, too. I work um, <laughs> primarily with women that are feeling like they're not one step forward, two steps back. So I figure we may as well turn it into a cha-cha and make a cha-cha change. Yeah. <laughs> I love Cha-cha change. Cha-cha. Okay. So what does willingness mean to you? What do you think of when you hear willingness? How have you used willingness in your in your journey or with your clients? So what I think of willingness, it is so much more than wanting to do something. Like a lot of times we've got, mm-hmm. you know, desire to make a change or to shift or those things, but there has to be more than that. Willingness implies action or readiness that you want to take a step forward or sometimes to the side or to the back, but at least take some movement. And it's that it's almost like that. Ready? Okay. Oh, I just totally thought of cheerleading, but not that I was a cheerleader, but you know, they're like ready because you're ready to take that next step. (laughs) Yeah. I love that. And how has it impacted you and your journey? Well, uh, you know, my, my, my journey has been a little bit all over the place. Um, there's a big aspect of it. You know, as a family, we've moved, oh, my gosh, four times over the last 10 years, had a daughter go through cancer treatment. Uh, but it, there is a lot of crazy stuff that has happened. And for me, the willing part had to be 
ready and willing and able to open my eyes and look at things in a different way. Because it could mm-hmm. be really easy to be like, oh, my goodness, what, it's like, is the world against me? What's happening? I don't understand. Instead of, okay, let me see how, it's, how the world's for me, and let me see if I can get a different perspective and look at things in a different way. Like sometimes it's let me take a step on a stool and look around and pretend I'm tall or be small or like look from the side. But being willing to do that instead of just completely frozen or in fetal position, which there are sometimes moments in that, but it's the willing to pick your head up and go, okay, where's the gift in this? How can I learn from what's happening right now? How do we grow from this? Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Definitely. And I think your daughter's attitude towards everything that went on with her journey is pretty amazing as well as her willingness to see her own situation um, and see how she could make it not this, like, awful thing, but where she inspires others. Absolutely. And it took and I, it took some mm-hmm. time to get there because in the beginning it was really, really scary for her. Um, but well, yeah. she also chose to find the humor in situations. Like, even when she was going through radiation treatment and, like, she'd be waiting her turn and they give you one of those little, like, pager things like you get in restaurants. You, like, know the ones that buzz when you get your tables ready. Yeah. She'd put it on her head and walk down the hallway and just be like, mm-hmm. look yeah. at me. Look at my posture on her little bald head as she's walking down. Like, we're actually today, um, she has to get follow-up scans every six months. We are over at the hospital today waiting, and she's in her Oh, my gosh. I mean, the outfits that they put them on, like, with the threat, like, the hospital gowns and then these gigantic, mm-hmm. I don't know, like, shorts, culotte thing, whatever. And she decides to take the blanket and put it over her head. And she's like, come here, lady. Let me see your fortune. Come closer, lady. <laughs> <laughs> and this is before she has to go sit in an MRI machine for three hours and has to get IVs. Mm. And just finding the humor and the light in the situations and she was even sitting in the waiting room with other people waiting to get their MRIs and being like, so how are you doing today? How are you holding up? And just asking them and not making it about her, but trying to just, you know, spread some sparkle on other people. And I so admire that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, she does have an amazing example in her mother. Oh, Oh, thanks. <laughs> so, speaking about willingness and bridging that to adventure, I'd I'd love for you to share with us how that played together for a client of yours, and how you were able to get them to, um, you know, their their willingness to see their situation different could be an adventure. Um, oh, you know, actually I can think of, I can think of a couple of different ones that this has come in because sometimes we joke about, you know, life is a roller coaster. Like, you know, things are going to go down. They're going to mm-hmm. go up. They're going to go down. And it's when they're in the downs, it's like putting your arms up in the air and sometimes screaming your head off because you know, it's going to come back up. And then there's that moment where you're going to go down again. It's like, Oh, okay. Is it going to twist? Is it going to turn? Is it going to go upside down? I don't know. Um, I had one of my clients was moving, um, moved from California to Vegas because 
homes, prices, all those kind of things, because wanted to start fresh. And even though she's had a lot of different medical challenges, actually chose to start a completely second career, like a new chapter of her life and become a massage therapist because of all of the situations she had been with her own cancer journey and health and wanted to find a way that she could provide relief for people like her. And it was one of those things mm. of what, what's my adventure going to be next? How can I, what's new for me here? I know I don't know anybody there. How can I immerse myself? How can I keep my own self healthy because I've got health challenges while figuring out how to support other people at the time. And it was looking at it almost like a game and a strategy of, okay, what's my next, gonna, what's my next move going to be? And, oh, are we playing shoots and ladders? We're going up here and then down again. Okay, I guess we're starting over and we're going over here now. And where it's truly treating things like a dance, um, not quite like the dance, dance revolution where all the steps are laid out for you, but it's the matter of, okay, sometimes you have to take a step back to push forward or move to the side or turn. And she has so found her groove. And it's been messy. I mean, it's been super messy. And that's part of the fun of it is embracing the mess and finding the gifts that are in there. I mean, talk about an adventure of moving to Vegas of all places. Right. Mm -hmm. What happens there stays there. Mm-hmm. Well, I hear yeah, about things I, that are going on, and it's all good healing stuff. So I like that. <laughs> well, that's good. that's good. We can all have that shift of looking at a situation and seeing, okay, how can I make this fun, or how can I see this in a different way, so that this feels more like an adventure than a challenge, or I mean, especially with the pandemic where everything almost became unknown. We didn't mm -hmm. know if, you know, how long it was going to last or how many people were going to get sick the next day or, you know, how it was going to affect going out. Were the movie theaters ever going to open again, right? <laughs> there are these, all these unknowns and some of that continues even still now. And we could, continue to, or whatever you would say about all of these unknowns, or we could see it as an adventure. And I think a lot of people did that, you know, because they were forced to slow down, they were able to see the areas in their lives where maybe they weren't all that happy. And they picked up new talents, or they started crocheting, or they talk to their friends more on the phone or they allow themselves to dream a little. They, you know, work from home. So, you know, their, their home spaces change, you know? And I think that if we, if we were able to see all of that as an adventure, probably got through it a little bit better than the one who was spreading. And as a mom, I definitely see my my uh, kids and dealing with my kids as an adventure because I never know what I'm going to get. I never know what they're going to say when they open their mouth. And it's 
it keeps life exciting. Yes, it's stressful um, and can be frustrating, but it's exciting. And I think if we can focus on those things that we love or that interests us or, you know, whatever that big dream is, if we can focus on the exciting things, if we can focus on and be willing to say yes to those things, then the adventure of our life is going to be something much bigger than we probably thought was possible. Mm. I love that. You, that you. Sorry, go ahead. No, go for it, Carrie. Oh, I didn't hear what you said, Alana. Yeah, I think this is an interesting conversation since we talked about awareness uh, last month and that being, you know, that being the beginning of knowing what you know and what you don't know and then a willingness to be open to possibilities and a willingness to look, like Alana said, the world is for you, not against you. So that's a, a filter that we can have in our mindset. And and a growth mindset can help us to see the potential for adventure in whatever circumstances we find ourselves in. I think there are times, it's not always exciting. It's for me, sometimes it's challenging. But if I'm willing to experience whatever the scenario is with a mindset that there will be something to learn from that. And to me, learning is a great adventure. I love to learn new things. I love to learn new ways to cope. I love to learn new strategies. So that learning is an adventure for me. And so I can look at life as an opportunity to learn, you know, to learn from my, um, you know, my mistakes, to learn from challenges to learn from opportunities that come my way to learn from and be open to the opinions and experiences of others and that to me is a very gratifying adventure it's not always exciting but it's still gratifying you know it's it motivates me to do better and be better it motivates me to open my mind and to be non-judgmental, it opens my thought processes to new ways of thinking. And to me, all of those are adventures. Adventures in, in uh, building knowledge, adventures in building strategies, adventures in um, becoming, you know, a, a more the person that I was created to be. So I think having that awareness of what you know and what you don't know and then being aware of what you want and we're at a workshop this week up in uh, Napa Valley. And the first thing that we were asked to do was to write down what our profound purpose is. And I think there's, it was clear as the people went around and talked about it, there was a, a lot of, com- not confusion, but a lack of clarity around what, what your purpose is. And I think that's an adventure you know, being willing to explore what your purpose and passion are in life and what is it that makes you really happy, what makes your heart sing, and really, uh, you know, delve into 
to the process of understanding understanding yourself. I think that's an adventure. So I'm, there's a lot of different ways of looking at at adventure, but being willing to do that, to see life as an adventure, to see the possibilities within whatever challenge or whatever circumstance you find yourself, you're going to be more open to uh, it being, you know, a, a motivating, gratifying, you know, you can say exciting adventure. I love that you said that. And it's, you know, I think about, you know, that piece of openness and like being open and willing are so hand in hand. Um, Mm -hmm. And especially talking about your purpose. And that's a big question. Like, that's a big, what is my purpose? Like, that's a big thing and can Mm -hmm. almost put people into freeze mode right away because it's like, oh my gosh, what if I get this wrong? What if I'm not living up to my potential? And what if we were simply open to get curious? And as you said, you Mm -hmm. talked last month all about awareness, and it comes from pausing and paying attention to what's happening around us and being willing to open our eyes and listen, figure out what it is that we like, what we don't like, what we want, what we don't want. And that curiosity of just stopping and asking, oh, what do I need to learn from what's going on right now? Especially when it's a big challenge. I'm like, okay, you're testing me. This is cute. This is really cute. Now, what are you trying to teach me right now? I see that you're trying to get me. But it's that piece of looking at it almost through that childlike wonder. Um, Mm -hmm. And just curiosity is what keeps coming to my mind. And because you think about kids, like everything is an adventure, especially when they're little. Like everything is an adventure until as we grow up and we put rules and parameters on things and, okay, don't get hurt. And that's, you know, as moms, we have to because we want to protect our kids. But being able to be open to, you know, stepping back into that a little bit and just kind of be curious, sometimes a little mischievous and being like, ooh, ooh, I want to see what's here. And that willingness, that readiness to step back and look at, like, I mean, life is this gigantic buffet, and you can have anything you want on it. It's just being willing to look and find things. Yeah, I love that word, curious. You know, I taught kindergarten for a long time, and and so when I those four- and five-year-olds would come to school, they were full of curiosity and wonder. And uh, it always kind of make me, made me sad that by the time they got in third grade, so much of, so much of that had been... Um, you know, had they'd lost a lot of that because of, like you said, the parameters and the rules, and 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 I I don't think that anybody puts that on them on purpose. It just it just kind of happens in our society. And uh, I love that curiosity, that wonder that little little kids have. That's why I love teaching kindergarten. Yeah, when I look at my kids. My third grader is actually very curious, but he is—he's—he's <laughs> he's unique, I think. But um, I think about my kids and all of the questions they have, and they come and they—they they ask me questions. I remember my oldest when he was younger, um, like ten or maybe even a little older than that. 
he would come and ask me a question, and I would be like, I don't know. And he goes, I knew you wouldn't know. I'm going to go ask Dad now. And I was like, what? <laughs> um, but they they love to ask questions. And my husband is so good about, like, answering them as if they really want, like, the full answer. Like, he explains it and, you know, tells them all these details and the history and I'm just like, dude, just answer the question. Um, but he knows <laughs> that they're 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 wanting more because they're like him, right? And um, it's just sometimes I'm just blown away by how curious my eight-year-old is, and I think that it's such an important trait for us to have and to not lose as we get older. Um, I think that being a lifelong learner is something that I definitely want to want to practice. And I think that anytime I find myself going, oh, I know this, I, I'm like, Kelly, you can always learn more, <laughs> right? <laughs> So I I just think that being open and willing to just be a constant learner, to allow yourself to be a beginner, to willing to, you know, not do something perfect or right or, um, you know, whatever it may be the first time out the gate, you know, but allowing yourself to do it a hundred times. <laughs> and and just be willing to just step out of your comfort zone and try something new, do something different. And um, that's all about willingness. Absolutely. Yes, I think I think learning is is one of the greatest adventures we have. And being willing to hear things a second time. Mm-hmm. That's you know because yep. so, we can glean different things from it um, and learn from other people. It's like you know the three of us we're all fearless living coaches and we each have different takes on things. We have different ways that things have shown up in our lives, and that's such an amazing thing. But it's that piece of you know I love Kelly that you mentioned the beginner's mindset of mm-hmm. okay cool let's play let's let okay. Let's be messy. Let's, you know, just put aside, you know, the perfectionism and the people pleasing. Let's just be messy and see what happens. Because mm-hmm. very few people mm-hmm. are perfect right out of the bat. Very few. And kudos to them. I'm not one of them. Perfect. I'm a hot mess half the time. And I'm okay with it. Yeah. I'm more okay now than I used to be. Yeah. Yeah, perfection is a myth. Nobody's perfect. No. Yeah. Maybe Mary Poppins. She was close. Mary Poppins. She was practically perfect. And we could sing it knowing us. However. (laughs) Yeah. Okay, Marianne. Mm -hmm. I think that this idea that we need to be perfect or 
good or exceptional right. or whatever fancy word you want to put in front of it is sometimes it's a product of the way we were grown up or how the school system treats you or competitions and ribbons and trophies and all of that kind of stuff. And when we put all that stuff on top of ourselves, we can come out feeling not exceptional. And I think that, well, I take that upon myself as part of my job is to support people in knowing that they are exceptional just the way they are. Mm -hmm. And they don't need to compare themselves to other people. And they don't need to hold themselves to society's expectations that they can define what exceptional means to them and they can be exceptional being themselves. Mm-hmm. Yep. And also so, that, and I just thought of mm-hmm. willing in a different way too, being willing to take those labels off. And all those mm-hmm. stories that we've told ourselves over the years, and it's almost like, you know, if you wear it as a badge or a sticker, like, hello, my name is People Pleaser. Da, 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 da. You know, it's like being willing to rip that off and put it to the side. So what? You don't have to throw it out, but put it to the side and say, maybe what if, what if there's something different there? What if that little kid curiosity is still inside there? What if we could grab the hat of perfectionist or we could grab the hat of uh, control freak mom or we could, whatever it is, we could take, you guys know that I'm a hat person, so sometimes I think of things in hats. Or, Let me take that off and put it aside for a while and simply be me and embrace all of those qualities that, you know, make me uniquely me, make you uniquely you. Whether it's the weird, whether it's the quirky, the eccentric, the fun, all of those beautiful things and being willing to step out and show up that way, you know, and having the awareness of those different things that have made us the way that we are, all the different, you know, layers of clothing that we've put on ourselves to protect ourselves over the years and be able to shed some of that. But that willingness to be open and look in the mirror and start doing some of that work and peeling back the layers. That was like 16 analogies in one. So (laughs) I don't want to stop you, Alana, but we are so almost out of time. Please tell our listeners, how can they find you? So um, probably the best way to find me is on Facebook. It's Alana Sarah Coaching. It's I-L-A-N-A-S-A-R-A Coaching. Um, I am also on Instagram and, and oh, LinkedIn, definitely. Um, or you can email me, alanasarahcoaching at gmail.com. So, or my website, alanasarah.com. But it's I-L-A-N-A-S-A-R-A.com. Yeah. And feel yeah. free to post all of those links in the Facebook group so people can have easy one-click access to you. Okay, and we want to remind you that the 12 Steps to Freedom were created by Rhonda Britton, the CEO and founder of the Fearless Living Institute. 
If you would like to know more about Fearless Living, please go to fearlessliving.org. If you would like to know more about Terry and I, please go to fearlessgenerations.org. You can find everything there from our group program uh, to the workshops that we offer and our nifty-difty new membership called Staying Fearless. And if you'd like any more information on that, please message me, and I would be happy to set up a time to talk and get you all of that information and signed up into everything that you would like to be. So, Terry, any last word that you would like to say? I would just like to say be willing and open to any possibility because if you have a growth mindset, you're going to learn something and your life will move forward. Lovely. I was going to say perfect, and then I was like, oh, I can't say that. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thank you, Terry. That was great as our last word of the night. Thank you, Alana, so much for being here with us. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Feel better. And with that, we will see you next week. Everyone, be fearless. Be fearless. Bye.